Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like a number two pencil, erasing the competition, because I'm pretty sure there's no number one pencil. Or if there is, I, you don't hear about it. Nobody talks about the number one pencil. They talk about the number two pencil, which should be changed to the number one pencil, honestly, because it is the number one known pencil. It's a really, hmm. Anyway, today on the show, I wanted to talk about finding your thing your meaning, your purpose, your hobby, your thing to focus on. I think that's like a difficulty a lot of us have. Like we feel like we have, we have to find a singular purpose, which is an aspect I can talk about as well. And really, you know, what is it? Why do we feel that way? Why are, why are we looking for something? Why are we looking for a sense of meaning? Um, so I'm going to attempt to try to talk about that and break that down a little bit. So let's, let's kick in that intro. Drums, so I want to start by talking about you know what is your thing what is what does that mean what is thing what is that is it it could be uh, uh you know for you there there are multiple versions of ways to look at that but what is the thing that is most sticking out to you is it uh, a career? Is it a hobby? Is it just something to focus on? Is it, uh, it could be someone to spend time with that could be considered the thing, like what you're focused on. Um, but I think everyone feels like they have to have some sense of purpose. Like they feel like we have to connect to something that we have to feel like we're, we found some sort of flow state or we found some sort of like higher state of being something that just kind of like comes to us and is our calling, you know, something that just feels like, you know what, I was meant to do this. I was meant to be this. So what is that? What could it be? And, and if you don't know what that is, like, how do you find it? Um, I, I think the first thing that we have to look at is to find a way to suppress our expectations of what that could be from an other person's perspective, meaning we have to kind of first look at it as something that is our journey. You know, you could get opinions from people and ask for advice on how to search for your thing, but ultimately I don't think you can, if it, if it's a holistic thing for you, if it's something that's going to feel good for you, I don't think it has to be something that comes from another person. I think it has to come from you. It has to feel good for you. And this is solely a uniquely your journey. Now, it kind of depends on what type of person you are, because I know for me, I'm, I'm a thinking person. I make a lot of decisions in my head, uh, through my logic, which involves some external exploration. But for the most part, I will look towards myself for the answer. And other people aren't that way. Other people look to their personal history, or they may look to uh, a friend, or they may try to search how they feel about a situation, and or or yeah, something that they might they might dive into, and you know, some people are thinkers, some people are feelers, and uh, it really depends on 
on, on how well you know yourself. So maybe that's the first part is really trying to figure out, you know, what kind of a thinker you are and then navigate the possibilities based on that. So I'm a thinker, meaning I will kind of ruminate and play with different ideas in my own head. Now that could manifest in different ways. I could just write lists and I could play with ideas or I could uh, uh, do some research, read some books, things like that. Other people feel like they need to talk to people and that's totally fine too. Um, But for the most part, you kind of have to accept two things. One, that this could be a very, very long journey. You know, this might be something that you'll never You'll not never figure out, but you might, well, you might not figure it out, but you might take a long time. It could take decades, depending on the type of person you are. And it takes a certain persistence uh, mixed with the ability to not get discouraged and feel like you're not in the right place in life. I think that happens a lot. And that's often something based on other people. You know, we have this perception that we're supposed to be at a certain place in our lives at a certain time. And that's just not true. Everyone is made differently. Everyone has different scenarios, different privileges or lack thereof. And we can't navigate the world or expect people to navigate the world in the same way. So it's going to take different different amounts of time for people to find their thing. And, you know, so you have to a kind of accept that this is going to take a while and you're not going to have the answer overnight. Some people might have the answer overnight. Not going to deny that either. You might experiment with one thing and you might find it and that's it. And you're set for the rest of your life. Fantastic. You don't have to think about anything ever again. You just do the same thing. But for some people, it might be multiple things. It could be uh, a way of thinking or a way of operating. It could be process focused. Maybe it's, you know, and you know, I'm going to take a break for a second, play some music, and then I want to come back and talk about the different types of things that could be your thing. So if well first of all i said i was going to play some music but if you're listening on anchor you heard some music if you're listening to the podcast version then there's no music sorry but if you go to anchor.fm slash dopamine you can listen to music in between some of these segments i'm just going to kind of experiment with it see how it goes because this is just the version where i'm just talking for a while and that's going to be different than the ones where i do interviews anyway so uh there are kind of different methods that you can take to kind of figure out what your thing is. And again, like I, like I said before, it, it, it could be something that takes a long time. It could be a series of experiments. It could be a series. It could, could depend on, again, it kind of depends on how you're wired and how you earn, gain information. Um, <clears throat> and this is kind of based off of Myers-Briggs a little bit because I'm kind of understanding different ways of thinking, uh, a little bit. So kind of basing it off of that, just so you know, but for the most part, some people, some people gather information by going out into the world. So going out and doing things, and then you could learn that maybe this is something that you enjoy. Other people like to do research, you know, they'll watch a bunch of YouTube videos or they'll do a bunch of reading and, and that's a way to do it. Um, some people need to talk to people, you know, some people need to talk to their friends and gather information that way or 
have their friends help them search their feelings. Or maybe somebody needs to spend time on their own and search their own feelings on their own based on what's going on in their life. Or go out in the world, create a list of things that they enjoy, and then take time to themselves to think about how these different options make them feel. And if it doesn't feel right, then it's not something that seems worth pursuing for them. Um, some people make quicker judgments and they're doers and they just want to dive in and do something. So someone's like, you know what? I think I should be a construction worker. So they just dive in and do that. And I, I want to stress that this goes beyond just a occupation. You know, this is something that is like, what is my purpose? This is, this is, a little bit beyond that, but some people can consider their purpose to be their career as well. Um, but, but consider that it might not necessarily be your career. Your thing could be that you just want to be a parent. You know, some people feel like that is their calling in life to be a mother or a father and be really focused on family and building a traditional household that that is their thing, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, some people need to search their personal history. Some people need to search uh, a history of their family or just history of uh, a culture. Um, and maybe they'll find something in that. Maybe it's the search of that culture that gives them something. Maybe it's the search of your internal uh, feelings and past. You know, maybe it's music you used to listen to when you were younger, and something from that sparks something. Um, so it, it's it's kind of about searching, uh, searching inward to find who you are via how you think. Um, some people are extroverted thinkers, you know, or extroverted feelers. Some people need to. Um, some people want to help people, and that is very natural to them. So that's worth exploring. Sometimes you feel like you're more of an internal feeler and you're more worried about your own emotions. And maybe there's something in that that you can use to help others or something within that that will allow you to better tune to what's going on in your world and, and eliminate things that aren't working. Um, you could be what's considered an extroverted thinker, which uses external facts and resources and more like cold, hard facts. If you're that type of person, then, you know, maybe you're maybe something involving sciences or something involving more specific information or like trivia or something could be, um, part of your calling. Um, now how to put those things into action. It's very different than understanding like what it is that you want to do. <clears throat> Again, this stuff, this stuff takes exploration. So it's really about kind of thinking about <clears throat> how it is that you, you, you like to do things. Are you a feeling type? Are you a thinking type? Do you like to think about your personal history or do you like to think about the history of the world and grander meaning? <clears throat> do you like to explore out into the world or do you like to create on your own by yourself and do you have like an internal intuition that kind of makes you just sort of feel things without really understanding what it really means? Um, you know, <clears throat> that could lead to other things too, but I don't know what those would be, but that could lead to other things too. So those are, those are some, <clears throat> some ideas. I just like clear my throat, having a hard time. <laughs> 
those are some things that, um, some ways of approaching finding what your thing is. You know, for me, I love audio. I love this. I love doing this podcast. I love talking. I love sharing ideas that I've gathered, thoughts, philosophizing, uh, working through possible scenarios. And I don't really necessarily like, I like some cold, hard facts, but I like to be able to take them and like mold them and break them apart and ask questions about them. And it kind of brings out a passion in me that I don't really have for many other things. Um, you know, I'm not a very emotional person, so, uh, but there, but it is in there somewhere, you know, I have a desire to be, uh, appreciated by people and, and that's kind of helped me realize that this podcast is something I want to do. And, um, I think I can talk about that a little bit more in a second. So on one hand, I feel like podcasting is my thing, but in a lot of ways, there's a practicality you have to consider. So it's, it's a balance. You know, I can't do this all the time because I have to spend time to find ways to make money. Hopefully this is something that will turn into something where I can make money. That would be rad. But right now this is just a hobby. This is something that I enjoy. Um, but the reasons that I enjoy it, like I started to mention in the last segment was that I enjoy the ability to share what's going on in my brain. I like the ability to search my own personal history and I like the ability to share what I learned from going out into the world and talking to people. I don't talk to people a lot. I'm not a very social person, but every once in a while I get into a mode where I feel like I'm searching for something. I feel like I need new input or I need to put feelers out there and start to find people to give me a different perspective a little bit. And there's an intuition that I do have about people, um, not necessarily how they're feeling, but how they approach life and I have a way of connecting the dots. So when I listen to a lot of conversations or when I read a lot of books or watch a lot of things, I can find a lot of connections between how people are discussing topics or trends or situations and kind of find ways to simplify and formulate and put them together. Um, I feel like that is one of my superpowers. And then another is finding ways to search my internal history and be able to translate that into something that can help someone today. Um, cause I've been through a lot of difficult things in my life and to not utilize that for my own personal strength or not be able to share that for other people's personal strengths, uh, would be futile. Uh, there would be a waste of all that effort and energy and difficulty. So trying to find ways to share that with people, uh, which extends to my need for external feeling, which again, this is all Myers-Briggs based, but this is, I find it to be quite true. So this works for me is that the, my, my external feeling, which is like more of my inferior function, something that doesn't manifest very strongly, um, desires affirmation. And I like to feel good that people like me. Uh, it's not a big deal, but it, it's nice. It's just nice. It's nice when it happens. So doing this podcast and every once in a while, somebody will call in or they'll like the podcast or they'll subscribe or I'll see the listens. And I just kind of get the dopamine hit and it feels good. And I like that. And that's cool. 
Um, it's not going to be my driving force, but it is something that I really, really enjoy. Um, and my dominant function is introverted thinking, which is uh, something I, sp I spend a lot of time ruminating on a subject. I will gather the information and then I will just kind of let it soak for quite a while. I will think about it. I will ruminate. And that's really where like the philosophical side of me comes. You know, I get to kind of work through multiple angles of a situation and kind of work through my own personal logic. You know, it's not, I try to steep it as, in fact as much as I can, and I will definitely avoid anything that feels illogical, but, um, or illogical, depending on how you pronounce words. Uh, but I am taking a more philosophical approach to life and to the way I speak and the, about the things that I do on this podcast. So for me, that's kind of, that's feeling that's like that's closer to my thing. You know, that feels very natural. And the reason that feels very natural is because I'm finding ways to use all of my major cognitive functions, you know, finding ways to like weave things in and out of each other. And that's why I think the Myers-Briggs cognitive functions is so useful. Um, you know, it really kind of helps me to get into a flow state. When I'm doing this podcast, I'm able to kind of pick a topic and work through it and talk through it. But then I have to, then I do techie stuff with the app and stuff, and that feels really good. Um, I'm exploring some of my personal history to be able to express to you how I'm feeling. People listen to it. They like it. I get that, that affirmation from that. And, uh, it's all something that's come from a concept that I gained by exploring other things in the world. So those combinations of things really helped me to feel like this feels really good. So by learning your cognitive functions, learning how things flow in your stack, your cognitive stack, um, it, it'll give you a better sense of how to, how to kind of jump from one thing to the next, because I think we also feel like we often need to find a thing that we just get stuck to. And sometimes it's multiple things or multiple ways to approach it. You know, I can't just be a thinking type. I just can't sit and ruminate because then I'll start to go crazy. Um, even if it's something that I, that is my driving function function and something I enjoy, I need to break away from that. And I need to be able to explore myself from a internal feeling, uh, uh internal like history sense and what my values are. Um, another example of it might be, you know, with, uh, any NFP, they are an uh, introverted feeling type is their, their secondary function. Their main function is, intuition, extroverted intuition. So they like to explore a lot, but after they're done exploring, they need to come back to silence and kind of feel how all of that exploration feels and look at how all of that, uh, uh, makes them, you know, get, makes them, allows them to make a decision about what to do next. And then they have, um, the extroverted thinking is their third function, which is the third weakest, um, or third strongest, I guess you could say. And that is something where they take what they're feeling and they kind of do a check with their extroverted thinking and say like, you know, uh, uh, does this line up with fact? Does what I feel about this line up with something that makes sense? 
and then going into the extroverted sensing or, or uh, which is the fourth function um, they will kind of do another check on their decision to see if it lines up with their core values which are kind of based on tradition in a lot of ways um, but it's the weakest function so it's not something they need to value too much it's just something you do a little bit of a check you're like does this kind of fit is this going to be weird? Am I going to be weird? <laughs> Stuff like that. So it really kind of depends on, you know, what your functions are and how they, they work. Um, and again, that's the Myers-Briggs example, but if, but you don't need to know the specific functions. I would say look into it if it's something that you're interested in, but generally speaking, just think about the different ways, because there's always a couple different ways that you think about a scenario, that you think about how to approach uh, uh, trying to discover something in yourself. You know, it's not always just, it's not always one thing. It, you're not always just a thinker. You're not always just a feeler. You're not always just a sensing type. You're not always just this or that. You don't always just have intuition. You need to kind of do multiple checks on how a situation makes you feel. Is it logical? Is there, uh, um, do you think you're good at it? Do you have a talent in it? And does it line up with your core values? That's basically what I'm saying. When I say those cognitive functions, those are the four things. Does it feel good? Does it make sense? Is there, does it line up with your core values? And do you have talent? Those are really like the four really main things that could help you break down how you can Find something that is your thing and feels really good to you. I hope that makes a lot of sense. I know this was a long, long segment, but I hope it was something that makes sense to you. Um, so if you want to look into, I would, I would actually love if you guys would like to call in here on anchor and let me know if you have any questions about your cognitive functions, the Myers-Briggs stuff. If you know your Myers-Briggs type, I would love to be able to work with you and like break that down and, or maybe we can have a chat about it and I'd love to be able to, to kind of help you find your thing a little bit, you know, or at least kind of, it could learning a little bit about your, you know, looking at your core values, what you have talent in, um, and, uh, what you like to think about what logically makes sense and what feels good to you. Um, can really help narrow down what kind of even just field of study you would like to approach or hobby or whatever. You know, some people are going to be more inclined towards technology. Some are not. Some are going to be more inclined to talking to people. Some are going to be more inclined to help people. There can be philanthropic things that go on too. So there are just a lot of different scenarios, but I think just thinking about those core four things, again, your core values, your t what you feel like you're talented in, what feels good and what makes sense, that's going to help you get into a direction that feels good for you. So I, I hope that helps. Um, again, if you have any questions, hit me up. And um, that's it for now. So hopefully you can find your thing. And if you do find your thing because of this, I would love to hear about that. Um, or if you can trace back it, like logically to how you found your thing to these components. I would love to hear about that too. But anyway, without further ado, um, 
I'm going to wrap up this podcast, which is the wrong sentence, without further ado, is like introducing someone. I'm so used to saying that. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to wrap up. uh, And um, yeah, that's it. I'll talk to you guys later. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine. I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also, while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise, you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is Christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later. Baby, I'm a fiend, I'm a fiend. Oh, you know you got me going off your dopamine. All I really need, all I need is for you to put me on to the recipe, yeah. purple flowers, candy showers in the air. You dance for hours as I watch from overhead. It's a my thing, you got me going off your dopamine. Yeah, it's a my thing, you got me going off your dopamine.